Rod Polston Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. You know, I was on hand to watch Oregon beat Ohio State in the in the horseshoe. So, really a good, solid football team. Um, both lines of scrimmage are really strong. Their offensive line, their defensive line, both interior D linemen were first team All Pac-12 uh, players. Uh, one of their linebackers, Sewell, great player, number one, and Barone McKinley, a safety for them, is a first team All-American. So. Uh, on offense, uh, Travis Dye, they, they love to run the football. They're, they've been great running the football, and that's when they've been at their best. So we're going to have to do a really good job of defending the run game. Anthony Brown, their quarterback, can also run a little bit. It's a good good running the football. So, uh, But anyway, you know, they're also going through a coaching transition. So that's going to be a little bit different for, for both teams. Um, you know, so anyway, um, you know, we're just focused on OU being our best, you know, getting ready to play, practicing, and being at our best on on the 29th. There you go. Interim head football coach Bob Stoops talking about Oregon and some of their players that are going to be playing in the football game. Uh, Pretty pretty good grasp of, of what Oregon's going to be doing. It is a team that's that's different than than what you're used to with Oregon. Trying to win at the line of scrimmage, uh, bigger personnel, trying to be physical, running the football. Uh, defense is pretty strong in the front seven, so uh, it, it's an interesting group. Going to be going to be a a battle on the line of scrimmage, and I feel like Oklahoma is equipped to oh. win that battle. Okay. Well, so what do you mm-hmm. think what do you think the offensive game plan from Kale is going to look like because one of the many ways that I have chosen to make fun of Muleshoe is wow. Uh maybe if they have a 35-yard run against Oregon, they won't pass 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 and then have to uh punt it away. Maybe They'll have a 30-plus yard run and then run it again on the next down, seeing as you're maybe dominating somebody in the trenches. Do you think that's how Kale is going to go about it, stick to the run quite a bit, or do you think that we're going to see an offense that's throwing the ball around quite a bit on this Oregon squad? Um, I think it's going to be a heavy run game plan. Now, here's what else I think. The future running game for the University of Oklahoma is going to be more of a zone-oriented run game. Okay. Okay? We have been, under former head coach Lincoln Riley, more of a gap scheme run game. So, I think that we are going to adopt what the future holds – and start running some of those, um, some of those type of plays in this bowl game, using this time in bowl prep to start acclimating ourselves to what the future offense is going to be like. I expect 
more zone. I expect more RPO uh, run pass option stuff going to those number two wide receivers. And I also expect, drum roll please, Tyler, more deep Whoa, shots. let's go. Well, they they got a, they got a quarterback that can uh, throw the deep ball? No, no, not really. But they're still going to throw them? <laughs> they're still going to throw still gonna do it. Okay, uh, zone blocking scheme. Like it, love it, hate it, if that's going to be the, the change moving forward. I like it. I got no problem with it. I think that's... That can make it more difficult on defenses in some of the play-action stuff. And I think it it ultimately just simplifies everything quite a bit for your offensive line, your quarterback, really everyone involved. So I'm a fan of it. Okay. that's I mean, yeah, that's fine. I, I think the normal fan, and I even fall into this, honestly, is – the differences in the zone and the you know man blocking scheme or some are pretty obvious, but it's a lot more intricate probably than most people realize. I I, I don't know. I I am surprised though. I I knew about Anthony Brown, Oregon's quarterback. I didn't know until today just how much the Oregon fans disliked him. And you're bringing up like players were tweeting out during the year how much they did not approve of their quarterback. That was that was going on. Yeah, I think I think one of the players that left in the transfer portal, maybe a wide receiver, had some like maybe an Instagram message about how bad he was or how that he shouldn't have been playing or something like that. So yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I could be comparing this situation to the you know the whole Rattler deal all day today, but OU never had anyone go on social media and say bad things about Rattler, right? So maybe his situation was actually worse than Spencer Rattler's. Rattler's just got a whole lot more national uh, coverage than this one did. Right. Well, I think part of the reason why is because Rattler was a preseason Heisman Trophy favorite. Anthony Brown has never been that. Sure. So yeah, he was a Boston College transfer just like a couple of years ago. That's exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's a similar situation, but you know they never made the move to their freshman five star quarterback. But it could be something that we see Wednesday. Wouldn't shock me if they threw him out there. In case you missed it from the, I think the opening segment of the day. Teddy is like all over, not OU winning this game, but OU winning this game very, very easily. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm trending that way. I, I definitely think OU is going to win. I, I've thought that for a while. But I'm slowly starting to trend into this OU wins pretty easily in this game. Um, do you have like a number that you want to put on that, though? Like, are you talking, when you say easily, are you talking 17 points, 31 points? Like, where are you Where are you at with all this? Um, hmm. I think... I think any number you throw out there is... is attainable. 
So like fifty five twenty from last year. I think that that was the final. Like that's that's an attainable. That's that's a doable number for OU in this game. Yeah. But the key is, and I, I don't think you're crazy for that. I think the key is OU gets off to a fast start. They get up, you know, right. 14, 17 points, and Oregon's like, I don't think it's going to take much to tip Oregon over the edge, and they're going to be like, yeah, I mean, I, the, the guys that are coaching the game really aren't even going to be on the staff next year. It's not the bowl game we thought we were going to be in. Yeah, we're, we're, we're done with this one. Yep. I And, you know, I could think we've watched uh, Utah pound them twice, okay, and here's the thing. Like typically, I would say if you're playing in a big bowl game, and it's one that matters, there's a lot on the line here. Like Oregon may try and reinvent themselves a little bit over the bowl period, in practice and in preparation. But they've had a head coaching change, staff changes. They're going through a lot of the same stuff we are. There's not going to be a reinvention of what what they do. If anything, they're going to fall back more sure. on their principles and their general stuff. So I feel like the, the game plan has pretty much been thrown out there on what exactly to do against these guys. And you you don't have to you don't have to outthink yourself or get cute. You just go out there and do exactly what you've seen beat them before. And I think Oklahoma is more than capable of accomplishing that task. And you throw in on top of that the fact that they may view this as a, as a game that they don't care about and they go down a couple of scores early. They may like basically throw in the towel, wave the white flag, and just try and get out of there as soon as possible. You heard Bob, uh, top of the hour audio clip, talking about he, he saw in person Oregon's huge win over Ohio State. And it was a huge win. I Still today, it stands as one of the best wins of the entire college football season. We came out of that game saying, like, dang, like Oregon didn't finesse their way to a win in the horseshoe. They just kind of ran all over Ohio State. They were the tougher team. This is a tough, gritty Oregon football squad. But that wasn't really the case at any other point this year. Instead of being the more physical team, they got out physical by Utah twice in a huge way and lost to Stanford, I think it was, what, a few weeks later out in uh, Palo Alto. So that it's just kind of odd that we saw that Oregon team play that well that day, and we really never saw it again for the rest of the year. Very strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why that was the case, but it is very strange that they had that type of effort where it was not a fluke. Oregon essentially led the entire football game. I, I don't know if Ohio State ever led for a single minute in that game, and then you never saw anything close to that for the rest of the year for them. And, and in no way. Am I going to expect, or should we expect, the same Oregon team that played Ohio State in Week Two? They're—I mean—they're—they're they're a long ways off from being that squad. Right. Yeah. There's there's been a lot has changed between now and then. They they're a shell of that football team, and the end of the season is is right here. It's right around the corner, and I think they're probably saying, "Let's get to the finish line." as fast as we possibly can. So, yeah, I, I think that's why a, a good, fast start to the football game probably goes a long way for Oklahoma. What, what's, the, what's the path of victory for Oregon in, like, an OU loss? Because like, as I'm sitting here right now, <laughs> I, I feel like OU's going to have to play – they're going to have to play pretty poorly, make a lot of mistakes. 
I don't say uncharacteristic because a lot of those mistakes happen during the year. But we're going to have to be coming out of this game saying, like, dang, OU looked very unmotivated and they played very poorly today. Yeah, it would have to be turnovers. And Oregon has forced a ton of turnovers this year um, defensively. So that would be the one thing that is would give them the ability to level the playing field a little bit is if we go out there and are careless with the football. I don't expect that, but turnovers can happen. Sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. Guy puts a helmet on a ball, ball gets tipped at the line of scrimmage. Uh, things can happen. So um, that would be the one thing that I say would have to happen for Oregon to be able to win the football game is Oklahoma's careless with the ball. This bowl, this is on the Air Cover Solutions text line, 651-3439. This bowl for Bob Stoops, it will be his biggest bowl blowout ever and probably his last ever bowl game as well. Bob's biggest bowl blowout ever. I'm trying to think of what that would be right now. You guys handled Washington. Uh, I don't know if it's UConn in 2010. You guys, what, 34-14 was the Rose Bowl score in 2 yeah, that was a pretty big deficit. Oh uh, four, no. Oh five, no. Oh six, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, you might be looking at like the Rose Bowl or that Fiesta Bowl against UConn. There, there, yeah. there haven't been not a there hasn't been very many bowl blowouts in OU's favor uh, in the Bob Stoops era, which is a little surprising. Well, there haven't been a whole lot of bad bowl well, games. That's that's true. Like normally, you're playing against the best teams in in the country. Fair point. Right, right. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what the what the biggest blow. But I do would think be, that that's in play. I, I, I yes, text line. I, 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 I do think that that's in play. Uh, okay, football guy question here. What about getting back to the counter tray power run game as well? Talking about the zone blocking scheme. That is the opposite. That is a gap scheme. Uh, whenever you pull guys, that's a gap scheme. I don't think we're going to see as much as the, of that moving forward. It's too complicated. It takes way too long. There's too many moving pieces. The play action off of it is too intricate. Zone running is way easier to implement, and it, it kind of suits our our current definitely our current offensive line better anyways so don't think you're going to see as much of it they may still keep it in the game plan um you know against oregon but my guess is we'll see a lot more zone moving forward one more before we hit a break here uh this goes back to the oregon fans booing anthony brown and doing all that sean says Mm -hmm. wait so does this mean oregon fans are more evil than ou fans which were described as ungrateful scum Right. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's exactly what it means. Um, I guess they care enough out there to boo. Means right, that, that has to stand for something, doesn't it? I'm actually surprised they give uh, they give a rip that much to actually boo their quarterback. All right. Yeah, good stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. 
because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. Plus, we've got great new models arriving daily during the Big Finish sales event. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman. Did you know that the odds of you having a major insurance claim are very high at least once in your lifetime? How you handle the steps after the disaster determines how you are set up for the future. There are many questions you will have to answer. Restoration companies are usually the first on the scene after the first responders have left. Don't let a company force you to sign an assignment of benefits or let them tell you they will work directly with your insurance company. If you do, you might have just lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510 today. When we look back, let's be proud of what we've become. Stronger and wiser, more caring and patient, more prepared and more resilient than ever before. At First United Bank, we're here to help make sure that when we look back, we'll see that we not only survived, but that we're ready to thrive. And that's something we can all look forward to. I'm attorney Noble McIntyre at McIntyre Law. We have over 100 years of combined litigation experience fighting for Oklahomans injured as a result of a semi-crash. These crashes are traumatic and in most cases cause catastrophic injuries and even death. Our most recent trial involved a fatal semi-truck crash resulting in a $4.25 million verdict for our client. If you have been injured and want to know more about your rights, call us at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Download our new app today. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Looking for your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighbors and let Signature Custom Pools help you design the perfect poolside paradise. Their trusted design can transport you into your own Mystic Falls, suburban sanctuary, or countryside retreat. Settle into an endless vacation, entertain your family and friends, and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I feel like there is a story to be told there about how the other eight reindeer cope with the sudden fame of Rudolph. All of a sudden, he's the star, and these other eight reindeer who had been getting the job done for years and years and years are just a line in the song, and that's it. Nobody cares about him anymore. That's it's all true. about Rudolph. That's true. I want to know, like, after this, what has happened to Donner and Blitzen and Vixen and all those guys. It's not a bad idea, actually. No, it's a brilliant idea. Thank you. <laughs> T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. The ref. Sports Radio Network. Reach out, touch space. I've actually been 
been able to watch him a lot this year because we had a lot of late games. Um, Caleb Williams is a very talented quarterback. Uh, I feel like he's going to end up being one of the best quarterbacks in the country by the time he leaves college. And very fluid, very fluid thrower, um, makes some crazy instinctive plays. And just as, as young as he is, it's very impressive. Um, and I feel like he's, he's a special talent in the country. That's Oregon quarterback Anthony Brown talking about Caleb Williams. A lot of late games out there on the West Coast. Watched a lot of Caleb Williams playing football this year. Thinks he's got a chance to be one of the best in uh, all of America. I want to know, though, about Caleb Kelly. You've done some TV with him so far. How's, how's he doing? How's, how's his TV chops? Um, is his future going to be on this coaching staff? What, what, what's up with him? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what his, his future holds. He's got a bunch of options. Uh, he's got like two or three master's degrees. Um, he, he's got, you know, he's been here six years. And he was on a, like a rushed timeline to begin with because he was wanting to be like a three and done guy. And obviously, you know, different stuff happened. And, and, you know, he's been able to work on those, those master's degrees and he's got options. Um, you know, he, he may have options on the staff, not necessarily on the, on the field role, but, maybe some type of, of position there. He, you know, is wanting to pursue possibly some media type stuff, and I think you'll have plenty of, of opportunity in that, that department. And he's also got some outside opportunities uh, where he could take some jobs. So young man has a lot of things going for him, a lot of options out there, and He's done good so far. I I enjoy doing uh doing some shows with him. It's been fun. Yeah, he's um he's turned into a fan favorite. You know, just because he he's handled his situation. Uh, it's no it's not an easy situation to handle the injuries that he's had, especially this year. But the way that he's handled it, uh, the types of the type of personality that he has, I feel like if if the future means being on this staff in some sort of capacity. I think a lot of people around here would be happy about that and would, would and would fully support that decision. Right. Um, now I'm not saying I think he'd be like the linebackers coach next year. I don't. No, he wouldn't no, get. No, no, no. But if he if he was on the staff in some capacity, I think a lot of people would be like, "Good, I I want him around the program." I think there's going to be a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of roles added to the football department that are like not necessarily football related not like not coaching or analyst roles like other stuff going on around the program and i think he would be in looking to be in that type of department um now you may know this i because i did not know this did you know he picked out of a hat between Oklahoma and Notre Dame, yeah, where he was going to go? I, I think I remember the story. Correct me on, on the details if I'm wrong. But it came down to OU and Notre Dame. And like when he was picking out of the hats, didn't he have some sort of a moment? Like, like He didn't know, but in that moment he found out where he really wanted to go because it ended up saying Oklahoma. But in that moment he was scared that he was going to pick Notre Dame out of the hat and decide to go there. Is, is that right? 
he he it was down to Oklahoma and Notre Dame, and he wrote it down on he had two pieces of paper, and he he crumbled up the Notre Dame one, and then he crumbled up the Oklahoma one into like a super tight ball, and whenever he reached in. And or maybe he crumbled the Notre Dame one into a super tight bowl, whatever it was. What he didn't know is that his mom like grabbed it before he did it and crumbled them both to where they were both the exact same. <laughs> so whenever he grabbed it initially, there was like a oh dang, it's Notre Dame. And he pulled it out and he opened it up and it said Oklahoma on it. So yeah, there, that's that's right. He, that's there was awesome, that moment man. like of dang, uh oh, here I'm going to Notre Dame. So, but that's cool. I I didn't. If I knew that, I had forgotten it, and uh, I heard him say it again today. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, the the story that I know that you've been dying to hear about today, twenty four seven sports. They rank the twenty five top quarterbacks from the twenty twenty one season, huh? Uh, Max Johnson at LSU came in at number twenty five. Brock Purdy of Iowa State at number 24. Then we get all the way down. You got notable names. Uh, Tua's brother at Maryland was at 20. Sam Howell at North Carolina was at 19. Tanner Mordecai, SMU, 18. We get to number 16, Caleb Williams, University of Oklahoma. The highest-ranked Big 12 quarterback for the 2021 season. The first team, all Big 12 quarterback, Spencer Sanders, did not even make the list in the top 25 he was uh, beaten out by some uh, not very impressive names this year. Right. What do you think of that ranking? Too high, too low, or dead on balls accurate? Um, I think that that ranking, for the most part, is dead on balls accurate. Because for the was, most part? There was not a lot of greats. Not only was there not a lot of great quarterback play this year, was was college football down more so than in years past at the quarterback position? Kind of oh, feels that way. I don't know. Kind of feels that way. We had we had some guys at some different spots play really well, but um, I think the only place that was really down was. Clemson, and I guess you could say Oklahoma. And the entirety of the uh, Big 12, that the fact that Spencer Sanders got for, uh, first team all Big 12 this year. Oh, really? Who was first team all Big 12 last year? Uh, was it Brock Purdy? Wasn't that him? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Okay, but maybe the, the past two years then. Uh, how about that? Bryce Young yeah. was at number one. Kenny Pickett at Pitt was number two. Uh, okay. C.J. Stroud was three. Sure. Uh, Western Kentucky's quarterback was at four, and Grayson McCall of Bailey Coastal Zapp Carolina, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, Grayson McCall at Coastal was at uh, was at number five. Oh, and Grayson McCall, I'm back. Yeah, he is coming back in twenty two. Coming back to Coastal Carolina. Uh, do you think Caleb Williams, if he stays at Oklahoma, still pending an announcement? I guess. Do you think he'll be in the top five of quarterbacks in the country next year? Yes. Wow. As you would say. Come on. Am I really going to respond any differently? I, my, my, I am fully backed into a corner on the Caleb Williams. If he doesn't turn out to be a top five quarterback next year, 
God knows you're going to hold that over my head for an entire offseason, and, and maybe for the next five yeah. or six years. So I, I sure. have to say yes on this deal. How could you say no? He already had his Heisman moment exactly. against Kansas. How can so, he? I don't know how he's going to top that, though. That's the thing. Do you think that play will make it into the highlight reel of next year's Heisman? Oh, I think it'll be the first reel that's uh, played. I, I think that he'll, he's going to win the Heisman Trophy next year, but it's going to be like a, an achievement award based on what he accomplished this year is what's going to happen. Right. Okay. I I I think that I think he'll have plenty of opportunity to be in that top five list next season if he stays. Now, I I think we need to address some offensive line stuff, and I think that can happen. We added the McCade kid today. What's the last name? Uh, Matower is his last name. McCade Matower. Uh, we added him. Maybe they're going to add some more. I don't know. There's going to be an offseason of development there with some of the younger guys. So, yeah, I, I, I think that there's going to be plenty of opportunity for him next year. I think he's got a chance to break in. But here's the thing. The top five could be pretty good next year of quarterbacks. Yeah. Like this was the down year. Yeah. Well, I if that happens, if Caleb Williams ends up being a top five quarterback next year, Woo boy, uh, Jeff Levy going to be a pretty hot coaching candidate next offseason. If he turns him into a player that Muleshoe couldn't, and, and yes, there's a little bit different throwing him in as a true freshman based on a you know sophomore and all that, but that's what I'm saying, man. Jeff Levy is walking into a pretty good situation here, seeing as you know, Muleshoe's not leaving OU where his offense just ripped it up this year. They, they took a – Worst year. They took a pretty sizable step back. And if Lebby gets them back on track to, to where they were, uh, watch out, man. Uh, he's Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a one-year deal for Jeff Lebby. I don't think it's going to be. But if the offense gets back on track with him, he's going to have some really nice job offers. Yeah. My prediction could be wrong on this. Levy does not leave the University of Oklahoma until they win a championship. Man. After that, all bets are off. Dang. You, you think he's that committed, really, to bringing a, a natty here? He's that committed to yeah. it? Does, yeah. It doesn't matter if... I don't know. Take your pick of a if if Texas A and M called, all right, and offered him a whole bunch of money, he'd still say no. I want to I want to win a national championship at OU. Well, I don't know. I think that if 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 something lands on your plate, I there's there's a point where it'd be dumb not to take it, right? So I I don't think that he would take. Or he would turn his nose up at one of those jobs where you just absolutely have to take it. I, mean, I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't think that's going to happen until they win a championship. Yeah. Well, I can tell that's you. That's whenever I think those type of jobs are going to come. I don't think he's going to leave Oklahoma after one or two years to go take a you know, just a middle-of-the-road job that's never had any tradition of winning anything. He's not going to leave Oklahoma to take the Missouri job. 
Well, I, I, one job that I think is probably going to pursue him pretty hard and maybe as soon as next year since Lane is looking to leave on the first thing smoking out of town to any job in the country. It doesn't really seem like he cares. I, I would imagine Ole Miss gets pretty aggressive as soon as Lane Kiffin walks out the door. Now, they would fall into the exact category that you're just talking about. They fall in the exact same category as Missouri does, so I don't think he'll be rushing back to get to Oxford, but if – I mean, o- Ole Miss is probably going to offer him, you know, a, a pretty nice deal here as, as soon as Kiffin's gone, I, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I think so. And – I could be wrong. It's just a feeling I get, and we'll see where it goes. And, you know, who knows? Maybe you could find yourself with the opportunity to win a championship pretty quickly. Yeah? Uh, yeah, ho- hopefully that's – isn't that uh, what we're all hoping for around here? Huh? Are, yes. are, are we all more a little bit more optimistic about that being the case? Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope that happens. Hey, if that means yeah. one year – Without Jeff Lebby, who in my mind might be the best OC in college football, so be it, dude. Let that be right. the case. We'll try it. All right, quick timeout. Couple of segments left on a Monday. Stay tuned. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. When you have suffered a major loss, your head might be spinning. So many things can run through your mind. Is my family safe? How am I going to rebuild? Which restoration company will I be working with? After you've determined your family is safe, you should call Brown O'Haver. They will help you with the major questions you'll be facing. They will educate you on insurance claims, how to rebuild, and determine what is salvageable before someone else tells you or bills you for your own property. 405-735-5510 is the number you need to call after you've suffered a loss. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. Does life look different for you? Have you been laid off and find yourself unemployed and looking for health insurance? Don't panic. Call the insurance experts, Bob and Robert. Allison Insurance has over 75 combined years of experience and their team wants to ensure you, we have healthcare solutions to fit your needs. We can help you find affordable insurance for you and your family. You are not alone. Allison Insurance has the winning team that will ensure your healthcare needs are a win. Call Allison Insurance at 405-745-2968 or out of the metro, call 1-800-580-5587. Call the insurance experts, Bob and Robert at Allison Insurance, 405-745-2968 or out of the metro area, 1-800-580-5587. Some of my fondest childhood memories are from volunteering with my grandmother. Helping others was her passion. She'd always say, the sweetest fruits of life come from serving others. And she was right. 
At Shelter Insurance, we strive to make a positive impact in the communities where we work and live. Find the award-winning service you need with Jenny Freeman and more. Ask Jenny Freeman about Shelter's auto, home, and life options. When you buy or sell your home, you want someone you trust and the most information possible. Sally Vodder has more than 29 plus years experience making her clients the best deal in Norman. Sally and all her elite realtors at Vodder Real Estate strive to serve their customers and community with the best customer service and integrity possible. Call Sally today at 405-360-5635 and let her help you and your family make an informed real estate transaction. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. These four guys are, you know, one of the reasons why it's been a joy to come back uh, and work this bowl game for these 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 four in particular. Um, these four are great students. Okay, they're they're great individuals. They're great teammates, and they're really really good football players. And and I've been blessed to be able to be around them uh, for the last three years. And uh, they'll they'll always be close to me uh, individually and in my family, and consider them family. Brian Odom, he's excited to be able to uh, come back and help his uh, former players and get them through the bowl game and uh, end the season on a pretty high note. You know, something that we haven't really talked about, most people have just been bashing the idea of Brian Brian Odom coming back to call the defense saying, ah, he's just going to try to steal the the current players on the roster, which couldn't be further from the truth. I I wonder, just, just him how difficult this entire situation has been for him because as a guy that played high school football in Ada, getting back to Oklahoma and coaching here was really a, a dream come true for him. I, I would imagine that if he could have stayed, of OU, stayed at OU for his entire career, he probably would have done so. So it's probably got to be really difficult for him, man, being kind of standing there saying, well, if I had my preference, I'd, I'd stay at OU and coach and be the backers coach. But I have no idea if I have a job with the new staff, then ultimately having to leave the place that you want to be for a place like USC where the environment couldn't be any different. Right. Yeah. I. It's it's a very difficult situation to be in. Um. I. I consider the. Um. The this staff should not be coaching the bowl game. I consider that to be one of 
the dumbest things I've ever heard whenever it comes to discussing college football. <laughs> <laughs> because you simply there's you can't there's no one else that could do it. You can't just out of thin air conjure up a defense to go play a bowl game. You have to you have to use the same terminology. You have to use the same concepts, the same system that you've used the entire year. It's not optimal. The coaches wouldn't want it this way. I know the fans don't want it this way. But there is literally no other way to do it. Right? Yeah, there, I mean, there's, there's it, not only there's, is there no other way, it's, it's still a really good way to go about it. And, and Brian yeah. Oda, again, man, like, he caught in the crossfire a little bit here. He, he didn't ask for this situation. And I, I adamantly believe, sure. like, the kid, the, the guy from Ada, if he had a job offer from USC and OU and the job offer was a similar job offer with similar pay, I, I believe he would have picked OU all day and not thought twice about it. Now, I don't know that for oh, sure, z- but that would be my guess. There's zero doubt. Uh, zero doubt. Yeah. And it it's the same thing with Kane. It's the same thing with Thibodeau, right? Those those coaches want wanted to stay, and you know this this is unfortunately the situation that you know they've they found themselves in. So please stop saying that these defensive coaches should not be coaching the bowl game. Whenever you do that. You are really outing yourself as someone who knows absolutely zero about the game, which is fine. I I don't I don't think anyone needs to really know anything about it to enjoy it and watch it and have fun with it. But that's just like fully on exposing yourself yeah. for no reason, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I I I totally get that. I, I get that. Hey, um, allegedly, and I say allegedly because we know how quickly bowl games are getting canceled right now, but allegedly we're going to have five bowl games tomorrow, uh, starting at 11 a.m. all the way to a 9.15 local start time. Houston and Auburn at 11 a.m. in the Birmingham Bowl. Oh, great bowl. game. Uh, yeah, I'm Jack for that one, too. Give me the Cougs over Auburn. Essentially be a home game mm-hmm. for, the, for the Tigers, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Good with that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, who's playing quarterback for Auburn? I don't. Not Bo Nix. If not Bo Nix, I have no idea. Yeah, who no it is. kidding. I think it will probably be. Didn't they have? Did Bo Nix play in the Alabama game? Didn't they have a backup quarterback that played in that one? I don't remember exactly. I don't know. That feels like that was who three cares? months ago with the whole mule shoe drama. But yeah, give me right. Houston to win. Uh, give me uh, give me Air Force in the upset over Louisville in the first responder bowl. Huh. I say upset. What's Louis- your theory on that one? Louisville's only a one-point favorite. I, Dude, I don't have a theory for much of these bowl games. How could you? Just give me Air Force over Louisville. Uh, give me Louisville extended period to uh, to work on their offense. Mississippi State is going to spank Texas Tech in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl at 545 on ESPN. Mississippi State minus 10. Uh, Mike Leach put out a tweet earlier that just said tomorrow. 
That means he's focused. You know, I, at first I thought, oh, wow, he actually he tried to DM someone and he accidentally tweeted it out, which would totally be a Mike Leach move, right? You could totally see him do that until it was like, oh, okay, well, the his bowl game is tomorrow, so I, I, I guess he was he actually meant to do that. All right, Mike. Then at, uh, uh, I don't know. You're probably right now that I think about it. 7 o'clock on Fox, UCLA and North Carolina State in the Holiday Bowl. God, give me North Carolina State over UCLA. No idea in this one. What? You're taking Carolina State? Where's the game? What bowl game is it? Holiday Bowl. And don't tell me it's going to be an essential oh. home game for UCLA. It's not like they're going to have a lot of fans that go down to San Diego for this one. Yeah, I don't think any of that matters. Man, reluctantly, give me state. How about this one? The guaranteed rate bowl at Chase Field in Phoenix, West by God, Virginia, and Minnesota. We've been complaining about the 8.15 start time on Wednesday, which it is going to suck, let's be honest. 9.15 local start time, which that means it's a 10.15 local start time uh, out in Morgantown, West Virginia. Oh, my gosh. Woo, boy. Uh, Give me Minnesota, and I don't know what's going on with West Virginia and what all their – their roster looks like for this game. I like their D-line. I like their defense. But I feel like just the the way that Minnesota operates, that Fleck's going to get those guys ready and prepared for a bowl game. Yeah, yeah, probably. They'll win nine games. And they'll be all, all excited, rowing the boat to nine wins. Right. But 10-15 local start time in Morgantown. Though if there is a fan base – that I trust to stick around for the 10-15 local oh, start time yeah. and finish it and it even have a little post game, it, it is the West Virginia fan base. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, that is – they're just starting to pre-party at West Virginia at 10-15, okay? That they're, they're in it for the long haul out there. They'll be a little, they'll be a little liquored up, though, before uh, kickoff, I think. They'll have a nice yep. little buzz going on, but uh, they don't get fully inebriated till around 3 a.m., I feel like. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. That is a, it's a pretty good slate, though. Come on, man. No, I mean, it's, good it, mix. It, it's the first really like good full day of bowl games. Like, five games across the board. You're, you're going to have football from 11 a.m. till... twelve thirty uh, in the morning, essentially. So you, this is the first day tomorrow where... You've got good football essentially all day long. Like this, this is a couple days after Christmas is when the bowl slate actually starts to to get pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going back. I feel like the uh, what did the quarterback for uh, Mississippi State end up throwing for? Didn't he have a, a pretty huge year? Will Rogers them? ended up throwing for four thousand four hundred and forty nine yards. 35 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good year. Woo! Yeah, there you go. Big time. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, uh, let's hit a quick timeout, and we will come back and wrap things up. Uh, I'm down in San Antonio gearing up for the Big Alamo Bowl. Stay tuned. We'll wrap it up next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans.
Do you know after a disaster strikes, if you don't take the right steps, you could sign away a large amount of your insurance claim to the wrong company? It's your insurance claim. You've paid a lifetime for it, and you are most vulnerable when disaster strikes. Don't let anyone start work immediately on your property until you know what to do next. Your insurance claim and future depend on it. You need a company to help point you in the right direction. 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver has been the name to trust since 1988, working for you, not the insurance company. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. Because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. Plus, we've got great new models arriving daily during the Big Finish sales event. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman. When we look back, let's be proud of what we've become. Stronger and wiser, more caring and patient, more prepared and more resilient than ever before. At First United Bank, we're here to help make sure that when we look back, we'll see that we not only survived, but that we're ready to thrive. And that's something we can all look forward to. 